Welcome to Coffee and an Interview. I'm Jacqueline Pena, and I'm here today with Tamika Leon, who's going to talk about coffee yoga life. How are you today? I'm good, Jacqueline. How are you? Good, good. I'm just enjoying the name of your company, Coffee Yoga Life, because these are three important things in my world. And I know that a lot of your work is around helping us achieve our goals. And I thought this would be something wonderful for our listeners because we all struggle with achieving our goals. So thank you for joining us for the podcast interview. Yes, thank you for inviting me. So tell us a little bit about the company itself. What is Coffee Yoga Life? Okay, so Coffee Yoga Life is, it's like the basis for almost everything that I do. So when you break down the three different sections, you have coffee, which is comfort. So, I mean, just imagine holding that that warm or that hot cup of coffee or tea in your hands, especially on a cold day or on one of those days where maybe it's been a rough day and you just want to come home and relax. And then you also have that uniqueness aspect. Every single one of us is a unique individual and every single one of us will make our own cup of coffee in the way that we like it. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I don't like my coffee the same way my husband likes his coffee or that my grandmother or that my mom liked their coffee. So it's like everybody's coffee cup will be a different color. It'll be a different strength and it'll be a different level of sweetness. So that's the, the coffee aspect, the comfort and the uniqueness. Yoga is that that slow down, quiet time, mindfulness aspect where you take a few minutes to really just stop and think about what you're doing. If you're doing yoga, then you're, you're, you know, you're making those mindful movements. You're really focused on what it is that you're doing and you're just in the moment. You're being mindful at that point in time. Um, It's also the self-care aspect. So you're physically taking care of your body, but because you've slowed down, you're also taking care of your mind. Very important. And then life is, life is everything else. You have work, you have your goals, you have, you know, you're running around doing all your errands, but then you also have growth. No matter who you are as a person, you are growing in some way every single day. So that's where life comes in. It's like, okay, you've focused on the comfort aspect, you've focused on the the self-care, the mindfulness aspect. Now, what are you using those aspects for to improve your life? Okay. All very important aspects of our life. I love this concept of comfort and uniqueness in our coffee. Uh, <laughs> coffee in an interview is the name of the podcast. So you know, coffee is really important <laughs> to me. <laughs> Perfect, yes. Um, mindfulness, self-care with the yoga concept and life is everything else, including our goals. So looking at that, what motivated you to start this company that focuses on these three concepts and all the ideas that revolve around those concepts? Okay, so for me, back in 2018, um, that's the year that I turned 35. And then, you know, right after that, I had that period where all of a sudden I started to no longer feel young. Like I was at work and I no longer felt like one of the younger people in the office. Before that, I had always been amongst the youngest in the office. So I was no longer part of that group. And 
at the same time, I was going through a lot of changes at work. So I was in a completely different role. I was doing something, something new, something I'd never done before. So I had no experience. But before that, I was, I had always been the expert in my role. So I went from being the expert and being one of the youngest people in the, the, um, well, I was the youngest person in the department up until that time. And then one of the younger people in our building until that time. So I went from being that to now feeling like I was floundering because I had no experience in my new role and seeing all of these young girls running around the office, you know, with like tons of natural energy and just happy and skinny and, you know, all the things that we used to be at that, you know, their ages. (laughs) And I went through, you know, a few months of just really being hard on myself. And after a while, it got to the point where I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I sitting here comparing myself to all these younger girls who are in their, you know, their early to mid twenties? I've already had that experience. It's time for a new experience. And just giving myself the time and the space to understand that I'm in a new role. So it's perfectly normal for me to feel like I don't understand everything, you know, and it's, so just going through that and really having to bring myself out of that because I'm not somebody who opens up easily. So I, I didn't talk to anybody about those feelings. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of, you know, held all of that in and was just, and it took me quite a few months to finally work through that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this to myself anymore. I was like, I know how to get out of this. I know what I want. And I know how, I know how to get to that point. But I also need to help other women because I know that there are other women who are going through the same things and there's a way out and we can work through this together. We just need to understand that we need to give ourselves that grace to find the path out. So that's where Coffee Yoga Life came from. And and what you went through, um, you know, I kept nodding here as I was listening and going, oh, wow. Oh, because I know I felt that way many times in different scenarios, especially professionally, but also personally. Um, we, you know, many of us go through moments of self-doubt where we're questioning ourselves. We're questioning, do we belong? So questioning mm-hmm. our belongingness, questioning how we feel, how uh, our intelligence, our role professionally, then age, another yes. thing start thinking about I'm not as young I don't have as much energy I have too many responsibilities and I think we all go through different times in our lives where we question ourselves and we really start feeling bad about ourselves we start uh, thinking in negative ways those negative voices can even take over and we we forget all the powerful things we bring to the table, all the good that we do, and, and we just get overwhelmed with those negative emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you and most of us don't have anyone to talk to, or don't feel comfortable talking to people about some of these emotions, especially when it's like on the professional setting. Yeah. You don't want to talk to people because it makes you look like you're not competent at work, or that's how you feel at least. Yeah personal you think you don't want to share too much um and so it's interesting that you yourself went through that as well and you didn't know who to talk to and you had to battle these emotions and these thoughts for a few months yeah yeah it was it's one of those I don't think I ever spoke with anybody at work about it and I didn't openly speak about it with anybody until I started to come out of it it was at that point I was like, I just happened to mention it when I was talking with one of my friends and she even said that she could see that something was wrong, but I hadn't opened up and actually told her what it was. And surprisingly, she couldn't guess that that's what it was. Oh. Like she didn't, I guess I just, 
because I'm really good at hiding those emotions, especially when it's vulnerability. So yeah, that's one of the things I think, I don't know, I think a lot of women, especially when it comes to professionalism, struggle with being able to be vulnerable. Yeah, I, I wrote down that term as you were saying it too, because I think it's true. We don't want to seem vulnerable. We don't want to make ourselves vulnerable. We don't want to put that perception out there. We struggle with mm-hmm. that a little bit and, and whether or not something will make us seem vulnerable. Yeah. Very interesting. So um, thinking about what you went through and starting Coffee Yoga Life, what are um, some of your thoughts in terms of what we can do to not get caught up in all that negative thinking and that cycle with all those negative voices? How do we really think about ourselves and our true worth and, and then start thinking about what is it that we want to accomplish next so that we don't get stuck in that one place? Yeah, um, I'd say one of the biggest things is, and this is something that I've recently started, um, journaling. Taking the time to really just just let it flow. Just, you know, let it come out. And that way you get all of that out. Because when I, I get to a point where I can't focus, I can't really like concentrate on anything and I just always feel overwhelmed, I would sit down and I would write. And the last time I did that before I started my journaling, I wrote four pages. And I was like, you know what, I need to do this more often because I'm allowing myself to constantly feel overwhelmed because I'm not getting, I'm not getting rid of the, that anxious energy that comes with constantly having those thoughts. Mm -hmm. So, but another piece is you just have to be honest with yourself. You have to really step back and say, am I happy right now in this moment? Am I happy with what I do every day for my career? Or if you, you know, if you're, if you're at home, are you happy with where you're at with and with what you're doing every day? And if you are, that is absolutely amazing. A lot of people are not though. And if you are happy, identify what it is that, that makes you happy and try to do more of that. If you're not happy, identify what makes you happy and find ways to incorporate that into what you do on a more regular basis. Mm-hmm. So those are, I'd say those are the biggest things. Just you have to know what makes you happy and you have to, you have to incorporate that into your daily life. Some of us, we're going to have jobs that we don't like forever. That's just the reality because, because of society, because you have bills that need to be paid, but whatever you do, you deserve to be happy. Mm-hmm. So, but you have to make it a priority. Yeah, and find that balance. So yes, you this job does great in helping you pay all your bills and providing money for you to meet some of your other dreams or mm-hmm. stop or your desires or do things that make you happy. And you just have to figure out what those things are and make sure that you balance it all out so that you're yeah. able to do both. Yeah. So those are some great tips. I think um, a lot of us don't journal enough or take the time to reflect and goes back to mindfulness and self-care and um, and helping us think about what are the goals that we really want to chase? What makes us happy? What yeah. goals do we want to follow for the rest of 2020, for 2021, for five years from now, 10 years yes. from now? <laughs> yeah. um, and tell me, what are some other tips that you provide your clients and your community through Coffee Yoga Life to help them succeed in terms of their goals and overall happiness, especially, I think you work mostly with women mm-hmm. for, for women, especially. I'd say the biggest piece is self-care. 
um, one of the, for me, self-care includes those lazy days. You have to have days where you do nothing and you have to be okay with those days. Because I used to push myself to the point where like, and my friends thought this was hilarious, but it's absolutely true. Like I would push myself and push myself knowing that I was tired, drinking five hour energies, like almost every day, just trying to keep pushing. And then my body would just be like, no more. So I'd go home and yes, this is hilarious. I don't have to do this anymore because now I take my time, but I would go home, put on my pajamas, grab a bowl of cereal and sit in front of the TV watching SpongeBob all night because my brain just didn't want to function anymore. It's like, it just didn't want to think anymore. Right, so so um, I, I don't know how to do lazy things. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you can help us a little bit on that, uh, on some tips for that. But I can see that a lot of us, you know, I've burned out. I've gotten to that point, whether it's a, a temporary burnout or a long-term burnout, I think I've experienced yeah. both. Um, because I don't know how to slow down or stop. That's the other challenge. And um, and and so how do we avoid long-term burnout by incorporating more of the quote-unquote lazy days into our lives? How can you know, we do that? What is the, a lazy day? <laughs> the easiest way to do it, and I didn't think it would work for me, but it does. I schedule it. So normally for me, normally for me, Friday nights, is my and in my calendar I just have from six o'clock to midnight as self-care time and it's just a huge block but I get a reminder starting from the night before so I know that that time is coming up so I have that to look forward to and then I just do whatever I want I allow myself to just say okay how do I feel what do I feel like doing if I want to color I love coloring for me coloring is one of those mindful activities where you can think through whatever it is that you want to think through but you're also creating art and I love art. So, but you can also, I mean, I've, I've used those times and for a while Grimm was one of my weaknesses. So I would like watch Grimm for hours. (laughs) (laughs) So I would use Friday nights for those. And then I don't know if you ever got into once upon a time, but at one point, once upon a time was it. So, and then with it being on Netflix and having all of the seasons, you could just binge watch that too. Mm Mm-hmm. So I would do that or I'd get a new book or just whatever I wanted to do that that didn't require as much thought and just allowed me to relax. So that's that's the lazy day. If you want to just sit in the house all day in your pajamas watching YouTube or Netflix, that could be your lazy day. But just doing whatever it is that makes you happy and where you can actually come out of it saying, that you feel relaxed, you don't feel overwhelmed, and now that you can, you know, keep going with whatever it is that you are working on. Yeah, that's actually great. So you you are also supporting binge watching, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to binge watch yes. any show. <laughs> yes, and that's the thing is like, especially as women, we're always told that we have to constantly be doing something. We never allow ourselves to just be in the moment, mm-hmm. and that's it's hard. It is so hard. And I still fight it. Like, I'll have my lazy days. For me, honestly, yesterday was a lazy day. My mom called me at like 4.30. And she's like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, I'm laying on the bed watching YouTube videos. (laughs) She's like, are you still in your pajamas? I was like, yes, I am. (laughs) So I'm like, I have those lazy days. And I do fight it in my mind, in my head. I'm like, I have all of these things on my to-do list that I could be doing. Mm -hmm. I do it constantly. But then it's like, you know what? I don't feel like doing it. If I don't feel like doing it, 
I'm going to, it's not going to be done the way it should be done. And I'm not going to feel good doing it. So it's, it's like a lose-lose situation at that point. So I'm just like, you know what, today's a lazy day. I'm just going to live in this lazy moment. And then when it's time, that's when I'll jump back into it. Yeah, it's it's also great advice. I, I struggle, for example, I'll, I'll try to do a lazy two or three hour break and put a movie, but then I'll find myself pulling out the laptop and working on that new report or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's not truly that lazy time, quote unquote, where I can detach myself from work and all these other things and just be mindful, be in the moment. So it's, it, it is about that. And I'm doing a little bit better with books lately. Um, with some book clubs that, that I'm running or that I'm part of. Uh, but I think we all struggle. But I love that it doesn't have to be a full day. It's find that little bit of time where you're just going to be in the moment. You're going to mm-hmm. enjoy that movie, enjoy that book. Um, maybe for those of us who are a little bit more active, maybe it's do more meditation or yoga. I was going to say yoga with the more mm-hmm. active, but maybe it's more yoga where you could use your body through mm-hmm. that mindful process um but i love that 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 it doesn't that you're not saying you don't have to pull out a whole day but find what it is that's going to help you be present in that moment and and not worry about these 100 other things and just block off some time for that don't forget yep. to do it. and you you deserve it it's okay yes. you're not doing anything wrong yes by appreciating some lazy time <laughs> and by putting it in your calendar i find that in a way it allows me to give myself permission to be lazy without blocking it off and scheduling it, I do kind of feel like I'm taking time away from other activities. But by scheduling, it does feel like you now have permission to do it. So it does take away a little bit of that guilt. I'm stealing that tip because I am a calendar person. Everything's on my calendar. Yes. So I definitely need to block off time, no work time. Yes. And choose what I want to do. Yep. For that lazy period. So yes. schedule your lazy time. That's yes. great. <laughs> So we, we've gotten a little stuck on, on this concept, but I think it's because we don't give ourselves permission to do this enough or we feel very guilty. And if we don't do that, we do burn out, whether it's a short-term burnout or a long-term burnout. Yes. Um, so I see that. I also think it's very important for those of us who work for ourselves. So I'm no longer working uh, full-time in higher ed where most of the time I'm thinking about something that needs to be done for higher ed and someone is expecting something yes. at a certain time. Now I'm doing more work for myself or more independent contract work. So no one's saying, okay, by four o'clock, I need this report. Mm-hmm. And so you have to figure out how to balance your day to be able to meet your goals and how to stay focused, but also still using some of that lazy time so that you don't burn out with all yep. those. Tasks. So it's, it, it's, I think it's a little harder to draw the line when you're working for yourself, but also more important to draw the line because if yes. you're passionate about what you do, independently you're you're never going to stop working yeah yeah I have noticed that and I have a friend she's a lot like me too where we're just constantly going and when she left corporate because we used to work together and she left corporate about three and a half years ago Mm -hmm. and she was just working and working like she would work up until midnight and then wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and start working again and it's just like she was just yeah. And I mean, for her, it's different. She has a she had a small son, so she would also have to worry about, you know, watching him during the day. So she's trying to take care of him and also, you know, do her business. And it's just it's so much. And it's just you have to find that that balance. 
You have to find that balance for yourself. Yep. And I think part of that balance is determining what are the right goals. Mm-hmm. What goals are, should you be chasing based on what you your vision is and then what your mission at the moment is from there? What goals should you be chasing? What are the things that are important to you? And then you can prioritize your task. How much do you put yep. into this company? How much do you put into your day job? Um, what, what are you going to devote for your son in the example mm-hmm. you were providing? So, um, it, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, well, how much are you going to devote to exercise? So you have to determine what your goals are, and that'll then be your guide to determine yes. how you use your time. Yes. Yes, definitely. So the great advice. Now, a lot of us, um, you know, are struggling with goals any year, whether it's 2019 or 2017. <laughs> um, but this year has been extremely difficult. Um, so much has happened. And one of the biggest things that has affected all of us globally is COVID-19. And so I'm wondering, in terms of the work you do with Coffee Yoga Life, has, um, is there anything that you're doing differently or has anything changed in your company or the services you provide or the needs of your clients because of COVID-19? Yeah, I'd say um, COVID-19 definitely changed. This year has been a drastic change from what I had planned it out to be. You know, the whole planning your life and thinking everything's going to go according to that plan never works. <laughs> So it just never works. It doesn't matter what year. No. So this year it, I mean, that was one piece, but then there was just so much outside of the normal. So for me this year, there was a much larger focus on the mindfulness aspect before I would always focus on, okay, what, you know, what do you want? What makes you happy? And then saying, okay, this is your goal. Now we need to create the plan. Now there's a lot more mindfulness in it because having to now work from home, all the time, you realize that we were in such a routine with everything that we were doing. Most of the time, we're on autopilot. And now everything just kind of came to a a screeching halt. It's like, okay, what's my routine? What am I doing? How am I going to do this? So COVID-19 brought in more of that mindfulness piece to make sure that you're constantly checking in with yourself and to make sure that when you are working towards the right goal for you, and you're doing it in a way that still allows you to incorporate self-care and that you're happy with the path that you're on and giving yourself permission to pivot. If you decide when you're in the middle of it, you know what, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. I'm no longer happy here. Giving yourself permission to say, you know what, okay, I have a new goal. This is how I'm going to work towards this goal. When you, Even when you're in the middle of whatever that goal plan was for you. Yeah, I think... Um... I see myself having learned some of those lessons, right? So being more mindful and thinking about uh, using this time to think about what is it that I truly want to accomplish? Did those goals make sense? Mm-hmm. And to be able to pivot, um, some of the work we had to do just couldn't be done. We couldn't be in large groups. We had to think a little bit differently about some of our services. And so how do you pivot? And it's interesting because sometimes our actions are not aligned with our goals and our goals are not aligned with our vision. Yes. And um, being able to take some time to be mindful of that helps us individually be able to align that. And that's what's happened to me during this time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, as we start getting closer to the end of the interview, I wanted to ask a couple more questions. One of them is, do you have any words of advice or tips or anything else that you might want to share with our listeners who I'm sure at one point or another have thought about their goals and how to achieve them or whether they're achieving them? Um, any words of advice to help us all be successful in our different endeavors? Um, I'd say there are a few a uh, few things that I can say about that, actually. Um, one of the things that's really helped me has been meditation. And I like guided meditations because my mind never stops running. So I can't just take the time and just have like, you know, peaceful music playing in the background and, and meditate. My mind doesn't work that way. So I prefer the guided meditations. And you can find those all over the place on YouTube. Um Another piece that has been instrumental for me over the years has been vision boards. Mm. So taking the time to really think about what you want. And that goes back to the guided meditations. They have a ton of guided meditations where you can actually visualize what it is that you, you know, where you see yourself in say 10 years and then use that as the basis for your vision board. So, and I like creating stuff, like I mentioned earlier, the coloring. I like, um, I like doing things with my hands when it comes to creating art. And for me, vision boards are part of that. So mm-hmm. you create the vision board and just make sure that it's things on there that you really want. You're not focusing on the how at that point. You're just saying, this is what I want. And you're just putting it out there. And if then, you would be looking at 10 years, 20 years, how far else should we look at when we, when we design our vision boards? Um, what do you think? I normally, when I think about the vision board, I'm looking over here because I actually have my vision board right here. <laughs> um, I don't normally put a specific time frame on it. Some certain pieces I will, because I realized I started creating vision boards back in 2010 when I first learned about the secret and I would put timelines, but then I realized by having it on a vision board and seeing it every day, I'm better able to identify opportunities to help me achieve those goals. So I end up achieving what I want sooner than the time frame that I allow myself. So I don't necessarily put dates. I just use like a five to 10 year time frame to start giving me ideas as to what to look for for my vision board. Thank you. That's great advice for vision boards. Thank you. And I'm definitely going to use that soon. Yes, yes, I love vision boards. And sometimes you can have beautiful pictures. It's just like, you know what, I really want that. And things that you won't even think about, you'll put it up there, forget about it. And then you'll come back like, oh, hey, that actually happened already. So yeah, those are nice little reminders that the universe is listening. Mm hmm. Okay, so meditation in your case, and probably mm-hmm. in mine because my brain is always racing as well. My mind is racing is guided meditations mm-hmm. and using vision boards. Is there anything else that you want to share with us that we should be doing to help us be more successful? Um, I'd say journaling, definitely the journaling aspect. Um, and in your journals, as you're writing, you can write in there. It's like, this is where I see myself or this is who I want to be. And just get that out there. Once you put it out there, it's almost like it solidifies it because now it's in writing. So you have the journaling, your meditations, and you can do all of the, well, at least the meditations and the journaling every morning or just a few times a week. Mm -hmm. And then if you create a vision board, have it somewhere where you'll see it every day. Like mine is across from my bed. So every morning, it's the first thing that I see when I wake up and it's the last thing that I see when I go to sleep. 
Good advice. Um, thank you for sharing that. And and in terms of coffee yoga life and, and this work you do of empowering people to be more successful in life, um, happy and successful. Yes. yes. <laughs> you can be both. <laughs> yes. Um, what's next? What do you see next for coffee yoga life and the work that you're doing to empower us to be successful and happy at the same yes. time? Yes. So for me, one of the biggest pieces was just being able to take the time to sit down and really decide what you want and to create your plan. So because I realize a lot of people like I have my blog and I love putting it out there. But a lot of times if you're reading a blog post, you're not going to stop and say, "Okay, well, this is what the blog post said I should do. Let me sit down and do it now. So I'm working on building a workshop where we'll go through that process. We'll sit down and determine what it is that makes us happy, where we want to be, you know, and I'll have a gratitude piece. I think gratitude is huge on being able to achieve your goals and just looking at areas where you've been successful. Because, you know, as especially as women, we seem to forget that we have been successful. We are able to accomplish things. So just bringing that back to the forefront and we'll go through the, the guided meditation and then that's when we'll start creating the action plan. And along with that, I will be offering a, a 90 day membership. So that gives you 90 days to work on the goals. So you'll create your 90 day goal plan. And then if you join the membership, we'll, we'll have our, our weekly calls where we hold each other accountable and we give each other motivation. We provide extra support and sometimes just having those memberships helps because you may be struggling in an area where somebody else has experience so they can give you tips and tools and resources that help them. Mm-hmm. So just really making it concrete saying, you said you want this, we're going to create your plan and here's your opportunity to work with us to, to get it done. That's really great. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that unfolds as we continue throughout the year in terms of that community. And for our listeners, uh, in the description area, you'll have a list of resources. Those resources will include the actual website to Coffee Yoga Life so that you can read the blog and learn more about the organization and the tips to help us be successful and happy at the same time. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I also put there the Facebook community, uh, which is also coffee.yoga.life because it's a a very impressive community and a lot of us are um, we live in silos but especially with COVID-19 I think we're even more alone physically and socially and mentally than we've ever been before and I was very impressed in looking at the community it's a very nice strong vibrant community that will definitely Uh, engage you, empower you, and motivate you to work towards your goals. So that'll be in the resources as well. And once the 90-day program is up and running, we'll add those to the resources in the podcast episode as well. So you can just click on the link and go straight there. Yes, definitely. And I'll definitely reach out to you as soon as I have everything ready and we'll get that set up. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tamika. Thank you for all this information. And as we come to a close, I just wanted to see if you had any final thoughts or words that you wanted to share, anything that I forgot to ask that um, you might want to put in here now. Um, I'd say the biggest thing for me is just no matter what it is that you're working towards, remember that you deserve whatever it is that you see for yourself. And even if you have nobody else that you can talk to about your goals, just reach out to us because we're always there to constantly keep you motivated because some of us don't have those people that we can talk to that will understand our, 
you know, the need to improve our lives. So no matter what, there we do have that group of people that understand that, yes, I want more from, you know, what my life is. I want, I want to do better. I want to, I want to be happy and not just be what everybody says happy is. Yeah. Thank you so much for that work and for sharing that, because I think, um, Sometimes we do feel very alone and we need that sense of community. And here's a great opportunity for us. So thank you for sharing that. And Tamika, thank you for being on Coffee in an Interview. It's been a wonderful, uh, you know, half hour here talking about Coffee Life Yoga and really thinking about how do we empower ourselves? What do we need to do in order to really know what our vision is and establish some clear goals, but to be able to really succeed them and be happy in life at the same time? I think that's the secret formula we're all looking for success and happiness yes yes thank you so much for having me on it's been an absolute pleasure